Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi, and welcome back. Today, we have beautiful Joy. She is an alignment coach, former hairstylist, recovering perfectionist, and people pleaser. She helps women connect back to their passion and values so they can create momentum to move forward. Hi, Joy, and I'm so excited to have you here. What a beautiful name. Thank you so much. It's so such a pleasure to be here with you today. I would, well, we would love to know with the audience, share us more about yourself and uh, where, where you're coming from and how you became, what was the transition from hairstylist to be a life coach and alignment coach? Hmm. Yeah, so it's been a transition that's been a long time coming for me, I would say. I would say there were years where I was somewhere, but dreaming of being elsewhere, dreaming of uh, my life. I am my lifestyle being differently with hairstyling. I love the creative aspect of it. I loved lifting people up. I love seeing people uh, change their view, how they see themselves. And I think I started to realize that, okay, people are not just coming to me to look good, but to feel good too. And so that is really my passion to give people that same kind of feeling is when you get your hair done and you're feeling on your best game, you're feeling empowered, you're feeling like you can make uh, the decisions and go out to the world being the best version of yourself, the most confident version of yourself. And so when the world uh, shut down, I kind of used that opportunity to take a look within and be like, okay, how can I use this time as an opportunity? How can I sew into myself? I've been given this kind of chunk of time that I can refocus myself. So just as I'm wanting to help women uh, to do the same with themselves, to look within what their passions are, what, how they are wanting to spend their time, I had to do that myself. So I am not taking them on a journey that I haven't been on myself. I really had to question why I was feeling so complacent at the time and unsatisfied with where I was. And a lot of that was the energy I was putting out and feeling like maybe I wasn't being compensated for it. Also, there was a lot of strain on my physical body too. So I think coming to a place where I felt connected with my purpose and from there, I feel aligned. So I feel very passionate about helping women build on their strengths, but also the things that they may have deemed as weaknesses, things in their story that maybe they think will hold them back or has held them back to really own that so that they are designing their life. They are the ones making the calls and not that there's anything wrong with working a nine to five job, but if that just doesn't flow well with your life and the other things going on, if you're always in this inner turmoil place within yourself, then I think that maybe it's time to revisit the core of what you do, why you do those things and being in the driver's seat. Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been a stylist before you move forward? So I, ever since I was a young girl, I always was very interested in beauty and 
the hair industry in particular. So I was a hairstylist for um, 11 and a half years full time. So it's been a great career to connect with women. That is my passion too. Not that I, it's a great um, career to just connect with people too. I think it really opens up conversation in a way that's non-biased. People feel comfortable to sit in my chair and I don't know their past. I'm not holding anything against them. I am just there to commit my time to them. So when they sit with me, I am giving them my full attention. And so with the coaching as well, I am here for them. It is not my agenda. I let them kind of guide it and lead it in the fact that even with hair, I am not here to do what I want to do on my agenda, but my goal is to help them feel better, to help them feel empowered and I love uh, really, it. really uplifted. As we spoke before, I said, look, the hairstyles, I think it's like the best coaches ever because they just naturally adapt for people and become in tune with who is in the chair, just their essence and listen really well. I think it's the best transition that we made. What does it mean to be an alignment coach? What does it mean to be aligned with those who mm-hmm. are not using this word every day? Yeah. So I really feel that if you think of it, I like to use a lot of analogies because I'm a very visual person. So if you think of it almost like a GPS and that you are the starting point and it's like, where do you want to go? And there can be different routes to where you want to go, but if you are not in that car, you're not going to be moving. So it's being very sure of where you're starting from, who you are, what your values are, and then what you're wanting. So once you are clear on those things, then you can align your actions with your intention. I think intention is so huge. And a lot of mindsets work goes behind that too, because we could have the intention to do something, but if we are not believing in our own worth or that we're um, presenting something valuable to the world, then that's kind of the energy that we're putting out. So for me, alignment means getting very clear about where we're starting from, who we are, what we're wanting to present to the world, just like with hair too, how are we wanting to feel? And then moving from there. So it's when your, your action aligns with your intention, then you're in alignment. It's like with our bodies too, when there is something that is out, it really does affect all areas of your life. If you have a headache, it is hard to do all these other things. So I think when there is something that is blocking or standing in the way of you believing all that you are and are capable of, then that that can really throw alignment off how I say, and just cause you to maybe stumble a little more or take more detours than necessary. Not that we don't learn along the journey because I really don't believe there's necessarily one set path, but again, like the GPS that we get rerouted, you know, and as long as we're checking in with our goal and our purpose, that intention, then I think we can't go wrong. So what will be the first place? What did you do to start to transition and to understand what do you really want to do? Like what is the tool or exercise our audience can use when they're not sure and are they in alignment or they are not in alignment? How Mm -hmm. to get in the alignment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think as much as we like to do and place like uh, value on doing, I think you almost have to take that internal look in and place it more on being so what do I want to be how do I want to feel like what do I want my days to look like and I know we can often just run on autopilot we find ourselves in jobs that we 
came to for one reason or another, whether we were passionate at the time, but so much in our life changes. There's so many moving pieces. So those things can change. So I think by taking like an internal inventory audit of how you're feeling day to day and what's what you can actually change, what is actually in your power to change. So really asking yourself, taking those times, whether the best time for you is in the morning and then setting those intentions to either add, subtract or delete things from your life to get you to that place that you want to be. So I think it's if by placing the focus more on being as opposed to doing, then from there, you are going to do the things that you want to do and that you need to do. But you can do it from a place of being calm. I used to run around with like a chicken with their head cut off trying to do all these things. And now I still do a lot. But I've come to the place where I'm like, well, I want to be at peace. when I do these things, I don't need to be so rush. I am still uh, productive, even when you take those moments to rest. So what, so what do you do is you set intention. I want to be peaceful today. Mm-hmm. I'm committing to be peaceful and um, joyful. <laughs> and that's where you get to ground yourself. And that's what I'm hearing from you. That you just get to remember that throughout the day and remind yourself, okay, am I, am I joyful? Am I feeling peaceful? Is it, is that what you're sharing with us? And welcome! Most women still use a masculine to-do list to try and get a lot of done and end up not getting the most profitable work done. So if you want to actually get things done more efficiently, you need to work in flow with your feminine energy. Aligning your unique rhythms will help you make more money. Download our Purposeful Day Guide, link in the description below. Yes, definitely. And just remembering too, that you're in the driver's seat. I know there's so much out there that can affect us and that does influence us. But when you look at yourself as a whole and what your environment that you're wanting to create and your intention for that, then you're the one responsible for that. So you can't control anything else that happens outside of that. But by setting your intention for your internal environment, then that's where your power is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe this, this is a core of productivity. It's to actually set an intention. And as Mm -hmm. I teach as well, the energetic time management and all the tech stuff, we, I always say the intention daily, it's the like number one thing to go. Otherwise you, you just losing it up because we are all humans and we have all sometimes all like 10 tabs open and then just our brain goes off. I love that. And so how, when, let's say we are not right. We are not so good. And at some days we're just feeling exhausted and burnt out. Like how do you avoid creative burnout? Mm-hmm. So this is something that I've been learning as you go. I think some of it can be trial and error, but especially for entrepreneurs, you are pouring your heart and soul into what you are creating. And we are all creators in my mind, whether you're a painter or a hairstylist or a writer, or you're creating websites, you are still creating, you're putting something, your skill outside of your body, you're outputting. So as much as we're outputting in the creative uh, sense, I think it is so equally important to input too. I know that when I release like a creative video or something for my coaching page, and I am really just pouring out uh, my true essence of who I am and being vulnerable, I will experience a quite a, like a low energy day after that. And I think there was a time I thought, 
maybe that was something wrong and I was doing something wrong, but really it's just the natural flow of the output, but then you needing to do have those days where you're grounding yourself, you're inputting, you're having self-care and I think having boundaries around that too. So maybe you schedule times that this is the days that I create. And then this is the day that I fuel myself because like they say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So my job is to give and to share my energy to help others. So I need to equally be inputting for myself. So as much as I am a coach, I also work with coaches and am coached myself because if I am to show up for other people, I also need to show up for myself and have those check-in points for myself. So really to set yourself up for success, I think you need those pillars, those safe places to land, those days where you know, okay, I'm going to be outputting these days. These are my creative days. And then I know that coming up, I have the day that I can just receive. I can just ground myself, do the things that fill my cup as well. And I think that that really is very important to become disciplined in that because otherwise I think it is very easy to uh, hit uh, burnouts where you're just feeling sucked dry or just empty and just low energy. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you. I think you you can pour from empty cup and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful visual, right? That we can use the metaphor. Uh, it's like, how can you... But at the same time, you know, I, I also think that as a human being, we are filling up by helping others and... Mm-hmm. It's like the flow and you got to really feel your flow because everybody's different. Some people love to give more out energy and some people need to really have more quiet time. We have probably, we have a couple of human design experts. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Like we just, our energy is different. We function differently. And if you get to know your energy type and just even, you don't even have to check it out, but you will learn as you go with the age, but it's good to know it. So And coaching, so important. Like you already touched on that. Like, why is it so important to, you know, have a coach? I think when I started, I, oh my God, I even shared in my story, I have like five coaches, one for storytelling, one for this, one for this, one for this. And then you just learn and more grow and go us with this. So how, where, why, how do you recommend find coach? Like, how do you recommend find a coach and how to pick a right coach for you? Mm -hmm. And why is it important? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, social media is so huge for connection these days, especially because we can't necessarily go in person to meet people. And personally, I have been coached from someone in Australia, and I'm in Canada, and then I'm currently working with a coach in the UK. And what what drew me to them was their energy and feeling like, oh, they have something that I want. They have something that I can learn from them and value from them. So I am in uh, connection with quite a few coaches and I really do have to be centered in who I am because I think as well, when you're choosing these things, there's so much out there. It's like online shopping kind of thing. So I think you really do need to trust your intuition, see where there's a good connection and flow, because this is where you're spending your time and energy too. And what are you wanting from this person? Does this person have something that you want? Are they someone that you look up to and admire? Are they a little bit ahead on the journey from you? Because if you're wanting to move forward, which I think growth is really the name of the game for all of us. So how are you going to grow? Where can you draw those resources from? So I think 
social media is definitely huge. Even hashtags, if there's something in particular that you're wanting to be coached on, whether it's business or mindsets. So taking a look at those things, seeing who comes up and then interacting with them, seeing how that connection is. I think there needs to be a flow for you to be motivated to show up too. And that it's almost a reflection of you. If you're seeing something in your future in that person, then I think that that's a good sign that they could be someone that would be really beneficial to work with. Beautiful. Thank you. I would love to ask you just if you would love to add anything, any tools or any steps you would love to share with the audience for them to take to get in alignment. Do you have any exercise maybe or Mm -hmm. something that you would like to share? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes it can be hard to even just get started. It can be a little bit overwhelming and you might feel like you have so many different tabs open, or I know sometimes people come to me and I'll say, what would you like to work on today? And they kind of say, well, it's everything. (laughs) And so I know the wheel of life is a really great, uh, simple tool, but very effective for people just to even get started. So what it does, you break down, oftentimes they want you to look at like finances, personal relationships, career, maybe your creative outputs, finances, all these things, all the different areas of your life. So really seeing and doing an inventory of where you're at right now, stay on a scale of one to 10, how you feel in all those areas. And then in a six month point from there, where would you like to see yourself? Because if you don't have a vision of where you want to go, just like this GPS journey, if you don't know where you want to go, where you'd like to be, it's kind of hard to even start the journey. So really taking that time, that inventory to do that. And like we mentioned earlier, intention setting is huge. So I, I found doing the most important thing first in your day. So for myself, that's journaling that really sets the intention of, okay, this is what my day, what I want it to be. I write out my clear affirmations because that is setting my mindset for the day. Just like you said, maybe set the timer for your coffee to come on at a certain time. It's like, okay, I'm going to get my mindset right first because I know the day holds so much. So I would suggest to uh, setting your morning intentions and then as well as your evening ones, because the things we do at night also set us up for the next day. So saying, despite what the day has been, do a brain dump, get a journal. Journaling is the most, I think, underrated thing you could do. And whether you're physically writing or using like a notepad on your phone, just brain dump. It is hard to start a new day fresh when you have all of yesterday's like dirty laundry piling up. So really brain dump, get it out of your mind so that you can start the next day fresh. I think that is so important. I love it because there was one study. I just love the study. There checked two groups where there was people who will write down and dump out at the end of the day and other group will write gratitude, mm-hmm. uh, like appreciations. Mm-hmm. And what they found, people wake up less stressed, less worrying. Who, those who write down what they want to do next day, like what they set up, like three things to do or just the brain dump the day because it just sets up, it's like cleans it up your brain and then you sleep well. Because if you're not, and I'm just, I love neuroscience. If you're not, your brain will just go in the loops and try to find a solution and keep remembering, like keep trying, retain the information before you're going to sleep and while asleep. If you're not just like taking off your brain to the paper. I love that. Journaling is, I totally agree. It's the most underrated thing to do. (laughs) 
It really is. Yeah. And I think if I think if you don't know where to start, keep it simple, like a three by three rule. So three things you're grateful for that day, three goals for that day, and then three goals for the future. So that you're the ones for the day, they're attainable. So you're going to get that feeling of accomplishment because you've wrote three goals that you know that you can accomplish that day. And then writing the three for your future, that's still giving you the vision of going forward and what's what your intention is, what all this is for. And if you achieve those three already and you have time for the one future one, you will feel extra excited, (laughs) extra accomplished. Definitely do that. All right. Thank you so much. I would love for you. I just can get in touch with you. And I know you have a free gift for us. Very generous one. Would you share with us? What is it? And how do you get in touch with you? Yeah. So the best way to get in touch with me is through my Instagram page. So my handle is aligned in myself and that's A-L-I-G-N-E-D-I-N-M-Y-S-E-L-F. So sending me a DM, a direct message, I'm really good at being up on that. I really would love to connect. My passion is to connect with women and to really see them making these steps forward, taking the initiative to show up for themselves, because I think there's so much power in doing that. So I would love to offer a free 60 minute coaching session where we can get clear on some of these goals, get clear on some of the blockages and really set up some practical and attainable steps so that you can really feel that motivation and be clear on the vision to go forward. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching that. Also, if you're listening to that, all the links will be linked in the show notes. And uh, yes, we'll see you. Thank you for coming, Joanne. We'll see you. In Thank the you next, so much. In the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleLday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!